Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of Roots and the City podcast. I am Jamal the Broker, your host, and I'm so happy that you are here with me. If you're new listening, welcome. And if you're a returnee, thank you for coming back. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for sharing with a friend. (laughs) So let's jump right into it today. We have been talking a lot about real estate um, itself. We haven't really been touching on the kind of inner workings of our very human feelings throughout the process and how trying to get your home ready to sell, getting prepared for a search, um, doing projects, whether it's for an open house or getting ready to list your list your home or determining your budget. It's very stressful real estate. Real estate is an emotional business and we are humans We are just bound to have an emotional response at times. I wanted to spend some time with you today to talk through those things because, hey, it's okay to be emotional. It's so okay to be emotional. I think that we need to sit in those feelings very much like I'm sitting right here in my coziest, most favorite hoodie. I should just call it my podcasting hoodie at this point because I always have it on when I'm recording. It might be like a safety blanket for me. Who knows? (laughs) But I hope you're ready to cozy up to this discussion because we are allowed to talk about these things. You have to acknowledge not necessarily issues, but factors that might be impacting your search or your real estate adventure so we can better get through it together. We're a team here, so we want to support your feelings as best we can as your realtor through the process, whether that's selling or buying. A lot of us here and have grown up with the feeling that we are not allowed to show emotions. If we get too angry or respond a certain way, that's just what it is. We have to take it at face value or we have to hide them, compress them, push them down because it's not okay to show emotion, especially in front of strangers. You know, you don't want to act ugly in front of strangers. And hey, some people just don't care. (laughs) (laughs) And that's great, too. I think marrying the two attitudes together is kind of the perfect world and balance that we need when it comes to handling emotions, egos, and attitudes when we are looking at the real estate process. I'm not here today to just talk about buyers or sellers or customers in real estate. I'm also here to talk about realtors as well. The real estate process itself can take a very heavy toll. So I'll just go through those categories and kind of discuss how one might be impacting and, of course, share personal experience. There's no stats here today because the emphasis on today's episode is emotions are human. We should be experiencing these feelings. It's not bad to show them. It's not bad to share these emotions. Communication's great. It's all about communication. What is the emotion that's popping up? What is it trying to tell us in this moment? I've heard a number of realtors say, you know, clients can get very emotional. And this is true. Um, Again, realtors can too. And that we should not get on the ride, merry-go-round, roller coaster, whatever you want to call it. We should not get on the ride with you. Now, I'm willing to extend a hand and hold your hand. I'm absolutely not going to get on the ride with you, but... <laughs> what I mean by that is I'm not going to leave you hanging or leave you completely on your own if you're experiencing 
devastation or shock or anger, whatever emotion you're experiencing, I'm not going to leave you completely hanging. But what I won't do is join in and throw gasoline on the fire because that's not going to help the situation any. We can't have any of that because we're not going to get anywhere. If we build a fire that's too big with our rage, we're just going to burn the house down before we even get to close or before we even get to sell it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not going to get on the ride with you, but I will support you. I do agree with that. If we are professionals, we shouldn't kind of go on the spiral with you, but it's okay if you experience a spiral. So let's dig into that. I will never forget when we were selling my condo, my husband and I's condo a few years ago. I still can't believe it's been three years since we've been in this new house, but there was so much going on. The meeting, everything leading up to getting ready to sell was just fine. But of course, the life is going to life and the universe is going to universe. And I kid you not, (laughs) it felt like the world was just crashing on me some days between juggling in my head if we could really turn the loft into a second bedroom, if we can afford that, Um, not wanting to paint the blue condo, dealing with a lot of heavy family situations that were going on at the time and that were interruptions that could not be ignored. And I say interruption because, you know, you're so laser focused on, you know, doing all these projects, getting the house ready to sell. You have a little bit of time. You're working full time. All of your time is taken. So those external factors on top of the stress and worry of being a seller, you're getting your home ready to sell. It's a lot. It's chaotic. It's very emotional. And there's nothing wrong with that. Our realtor was very good at, you know, handling us and our things. And I like to think that we are pretty good clients, but we had our moments as everybody does. I, there were a number of times where I had to step into the garage. It was a single car garage, but it was my escape because I just needed to process whether it was a upsetting phone call from a family member or work was just annoying me at the time when I wasn't in real estate and and or I was stressed about the house. Our realtor was able to kind of give us our space, let us process and check in on us. He was always there for us and supporting us. And that's what I think, you know, good professionals should do. There's no controlling these emotions when it's happening in the moment. Some of us are so guarded that we just kind of push it down and that's not healthy either because you might tend to explode later or send a very lengthy email in the middle of the night. <laughs> and some of us just express it really loud and very vibrantly in that moment. And I think that's great. Not everyone receives that communication well though. So it's really about opening your mind, listening, not taking these reactions or moments personally, because it never really is about you or each other. It's all the process and it just takes a heavy toll. For buyers specifically, you might have the stress of, hey, we're not finding a house that's in our budget. What do we do? Can we afford to go up? Maybe you've been searching for weeks or months, just looking for that house, writing offers, losing. All of that weighs on you. 
you're allowed to be upset and communicate that to your realtor. You're allowed to communicate that to each other, especially. So if you're a couple or if you're a family making the decision or you're single on your own, whatever, you got to get those emotions out and just talk about it. There's no sense in hiding them or misdirecting the energy. There's never a dumb or stupid question. If there's any way you're feeling, I feel the same way about that. As your realtor, I need to know. Um, What about the process isn't working for you? I always ask my clients, how are you feeling? How does this make you feel? And we will talk through those emotions. I have to do that soon with one of my um, seller clients just to have a check-in and We've been getting showings and whatnot, but we've been listed for a few months. So it's just good to get a gauge on where everyone's head is, and that helps us move forward better. If you're a buyer and you've been doing these searches for an extended period and it's just really weighing on you, you might need a break. Talk to your realtor about that. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, we're not finding anything. Maybe we should take a break. It will at least start a conversation. Excuse my dogs, if you hear running around, they decided to make noise because they see a microphone in front of my face. (laughs) So yes, if you are um, a buyer as well, maybe you're in the middle of a deal and you're in negotiations and the seller is asking for things you can't provide and the stress of maybe losing the house gets to you. All of this stuff snowballs. It's kind of like when you go to work and they say, leave your personal stuff at the door. It's very hard to do that if you're carrying it all around, right? That's much easier said than done. Much easier said than done. So give yourself some grace. Be kind to yourself and communicate to your realtor. Buying a house is a huge, a huge thing to take on. Most of the time, it's the largest transaction in someone's life that they will ever have. You're spending a lot of money. Money is very emotional and connected (laughs) to people. I don't care what you say. In some degree or form, that's going to spark some kind of emotion. No one said which, but some kind of emotion will be sparked behind some money. (laughs) Not to mention two buyers. Think about this, people. What if you are moving from out of state or you're leaving the state and you have a tight deadline? Do you see how just all these life things can impact the real estate experience? You should never be ashamed for feeling the way you do, whether it's sadness, anger, frustration, or you're just completely over it. Say something and let us help you. Now on the selling side, it's especially, especially an emotional roller coaster. And this is no shade or no disrespect to sellers out there because it's everything we've already been saying. These are very human emotions and reactions that we experience. There's nothing you should be worried about when you're sharing these things. And I think the sooner you get these feelings out, the better. So if you're selling, maybe you've been in the house for 20 years or longer. You've seen your family grow up here, proms, first dates, um, first babies before all of that first pets, all these first and monumental moments in your life. And now your realtor is coming in and telling you, you know, we have to start storing some things to stage the house, to make it look a certain way, make it look more presentable to the public. We have to take down your pictures and 
any kind of personalized decor, it feels like we're erasing <laughs> and purging your memories, right? And that's awful. No one, no one likes that feeling because those pictures have been there forever. What's wrong with them? Or the sculpture has been in the corner with that plant forever. If they don't want to buy it because of a sculpture, that's dumb. We can say all those things. And as you're real time listening to you, as you make those comments and have those reactions, because I have to let you work through that in your own time. I'm going to let you process in real time so I can collect that data for myself. And I know, hey, we need to approach this particular item or this particular room more sensitively. I mean, it's the whole house, but naturally, if someone's going into a nursery or a bedroom that was a nursery and now the kid is off in college, there's a lot of heartstrings being tugged there. And it's not so easy to just throw things in boxes and put them in storage. We understand that. And some of you might be worried about people traffic. I don't want all these strangers walking through my house, the stress of hiding your valuables or maybe storing them elsewhere. These are all things that are part of the process and that your realtor should be discussing with you before that day comes. We're going to do as much work as we can to prep you for the process, but human reactions, human emotions, getting on that emotional roller coaster ride, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Another piece of selling your home is the idea of someone taking over the space. You still have an attachment to it because we're not closed yet. There's not a buyer yet. We're just prepping or maybe you're listed and people have started to look at the house. Any comment or feedback that comes back, which is absolutely normal and Realtors should let you know, hey, this was, it's a matter of opinion, or they said this and we address whatever item that may or may not be related to the deal directly. Feedback from a number of people, a variety of people, it's not all going to come in the same way. Some people are very blunt. People like what they like. Not everyone likes the same kind of decor style or how homes are arranged, So this is exactly why, you know, staging and kind of neutralizing the space, but in a good way, helps create a blank slate. But getting to that blank slate, we have to make sure we're reminding you, seller, that we're not erasing your slate. Because we're getting the home ready for a new owner, that doesn't mean all the memories and value and treasures that you've created in this home are lost. They're still going to be with you, but the action of getting through a real estate transaction and seeing that house let go, it's a lot. So give yourself some grace. It's a lot. You can be upset. Talk to your realtor about it and we can see if, you know, what's really making us mad about this situation. We have to really zero in on the what and the why of the emotion. We can't just experience the emotion and not dig into it, but We're going to give it time before we go digging so it's not so fresh and too painful. You know, maybe take a day or two and then revisit the conversation with your realtor or your partner, family, friends, whoever is helping kind of guide you and being your advisor outside of your realtor. You can still talk to your real estate agent. We're here to support you and we have a fiduciary duty to look out for you. 
our interests come last compared to yours. We are working for you, client. So just know that we have your back. When you're selling a home too, it's okay to be a little protective. I know when I was selling our condo, I was not into the idea of building that room on the second level. I was not into the idea of painting. Whoever bought that condo is going to deal with it or paint it themselves. That <laughs> I have to laugh because that was my attitude. I wasn't rude about it or anything. I was just like, hey, this is what I'm not doing. This is how I feel about it. But after a few conversations, as I've mentioned on other episodes, when I talk about the condo, we came around to the idea if it reached that point, if the paint or it not being a two bedroom condo was holding us back from getting an offer, we would entertain the idea of moving forward with one of those plans. So it's okay to be a little protective as long as we're able to reel it in and make sure it's not just us feeling away and again that's very normal but if we're going to get the job done much easier said than done we kind of have to work through those emotions process them and then we can put them to the side because all that energy is cleared out and we can move forward in a more positive and productive manner okay lastly realtors as i just mentioned we have a fiduciary duty to our clients And that means we are working for their best interest above our own and that we are going to get the job done for them. We are working for the client. What I've witnessed in my two years of being a realtor so far is that it's very easy for some realtors to kind of take on the energy of their client to be bulldogs, if you will, um, saying what they will and won't do. And, you know, that's fine. But if there's one thing spending years in the corporate world and communicating in various boardrooms and meetings and talking to groups of people is that you can't expect people to read a text message or email the same way. You can't expect people to receive a message in general the same way. People's minds work differently. We all have different experiences as humans on this earth, and we're going to process things a little differently. It's easy for some of us to jump to conclusions and think that they're being attacked. It's also very easy for people to misinterpret just tone in general um, when they're reading something because maybe they're in some kind of mood and they're having a bad day, whatever it is. And you've done this before. Don't act like you're not guilty of this either. I've done this plenty of times. (laughs) But you read the message and your eyebrows shoot up and your neck might jerk to the side a little bit because who do they think they're talking to? (laughs) It doesn't have to be all of that. You know, as I've just mentioned previously, talking about buyers and sellers in the process. And those are just a few handfuls of examples. There's so much more that can happen throughout a real estate transaction, right? We cannot get on the ride with our clients. We need to remain professional and be able to talk to each other in a calm manner and a productive manner. I have no problem telling realtors that, you know, I'm not going to do that kind of communication with you respectfully. If you have a question or would like to have a discussion we can do that. And it's not me being reactionary. I've just spent enough time working with people outside of real estate to know 
we are just going to curb this before it gets any hotter. I don't want my ego monster tapping me on the shoulder thinking, oh, this person's going to be difficult. They're out to get you because of some paint or they're out to get you because of this thing that the buyer maybe forgot or they skimmed over in the contract. The seller skimmed over something in the contract and now people are confused. Hey, we know sometimes clients don't read things, right? Realtor to realtor. We know sometimes our clients don't read things. This is our opportunity to remind our clients what they signed, what the contract says, and how we're going to move forward. Now, again, let them work through their emotions in real time. It's your job to deal with that, help them process, but keep them on track too. Don't get on the ride with them and don't take it out on other realtors. I've learned to read a message a few times, think about the scenario, whatever is happening, and then respond. Don't respond too quickly if it makes you feel some kind of way because you're sometimes that raw emotion comes off the same way, the wrong way, and you might have to go explain yourself. And hey, that happens too. We're all humans. I'm going to keep saying it. We are all humans. We're not perfect. There's no one way to do things or to communicate. Like I've mentioned before, you have to learn to share the same message to a variety of people. How can different people receive your message the same way and the way you intended it to be received? Real estate is an emotional business when you get down to it. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts around it. The more we remember that, we should all just recognize this and do our best to keep from giving into those very human emotions and prevent responding in, to any situation in the wrong way. We can prevent a lot of turmoil by keeping our clients informed on what the next steps are. So if there's any kind of disagreement or cloudiness in a real estate transaction, simply explain it to them. Use your words and ask them what's wrong, what's not working for them, what are their must-haves, what are their absolutes, what are their deal breakers. Remind them of the reasons they're selling or why they're buying and keep them on track, focused on their goals. Throwing the gasoline on the fire is not going to help anyone. And if you and I have to work together in the future, I would, of course, hope that it's going to be a great experience. So in conclusion, just remember, whatever you're feeling throughout your real estate transaction, whether you're buying, selling, or you're the realtor, maybe you're packing up those boxes of photos and it's making you really sad, Maybe you have a really nitpicky buyer that's presenting you the, that you're in the deal with. <laughs> Sorry, I have to laugh at that one. Or maybe your seller is, you know, being very, very steadfast in their decisions to stay exactly where they are and they're not making any concessions. These things are all so normal, so normal and common in real estate. Eventually, we get to the closing table. So just hang in there, communicate with your team. That means your realtor, your family, your friends, your support system, and work through those emotions and stay on track. Remember your goals and why you're pursuing what you're pursuing and just keep your eye on the prize. 
don't let things fall out because maybe our egos get in the way a little bit. And again, these are very human things. That's okay. You don't have to hide from anybody. Feel the feeling, say the thing, and then let's move forward. Because that's what we all really want to do in the end is move forward and get to that closing and turn over keys. Well, of course, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me at Jamal the Broker on all social media, or you can email me at hello at jamalthebroker.com. And please, please, please keep engaging on all socials. I see you on TikTok and Instagram the most. I'm okay with that. The less things to manage, the better, (laughs) especially with social media. Facebook, I see you too. I'll give you all some love. But yes, please keep engaging. And please, 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 no no question or query is dumb. Ask me, Jamal the Broker, or your realtor about emotional roller coastering in real estate. And let me know your experiences too, of course. All right. I'll talk to you later. Have a good morning, afternoon, and night. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Roots and the City Podcast. Please remember to rate and review wherever you listen to the show and also share it with a friend. Remember, you can contact me at hello at jamalthebroker.com if you're looking to buy or sell a home in Indianapolis or even outside of Indianapolis. You can find me at jamalthebroker on Twitter and Instagram and at calljamalthebroker on Facebook. Find more contact information in the show notes and please don't hesitate to reach out if you need me for anything at all. There's no such thing as a stupid or dumb question, so please, please, please do not hesitate. All right. I appreciate you. Talk soon.